0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg. I hope you like our last show. We kind of squeezed it in between the post game and the pregame for the Cowboys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We're squeezing this one out, too, because, boy, the team seems like it needs to squeeze one out because... Uh, They're playing like they're constipated, to say the very least. That and more here on show 501. Can you frickin' believe that? All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the last gasp for the Raiders... Was the last breath for this season. Kansas City Chiefs dismantled, destroyed, uh, beat the crap out of the Oakland Raiders at their house, Sparrowhead, um, 26 to 15. And trust me, it should have been 26 to nothing. The way this team's playing just continues to baffle me as much as I'm sure it baffles everyone else. That, of course, we have to do a pregame. The Cowboys, that's America's team. I don't think, and maybe it's South America's team, but uh, I never believe that. It's horseshit. It's some other, you know, Jerry Jones uh, great sayings, like uh, he needs to get some glory hole.
0: I want me some glory hole.
1: <laughs> that's one of my favorite Jerry Jones quotes. We're going to play the Cowboys at home. Uh, yeah. I'm not so sure. We'll talk about that. Got the bone line. Got a few calls. I had called the uh, company that I used for the bone line calls. They failed to take care of business. And so the bone line was down for way too long, maybe a week. And uh, I finally got a hold of these guys and had them fix it. So if you want to call, just pick up the phone and give it a call because uh, I chewed their ass. Trust me on this one. So that should wrap up the show. Maybe some uh, emotional things I have to say at the end of this uh, show, but we'll we'll hit it when we get it. So let's get to the post beatdown of the Raiders at Sparrowhead. Oh my gosh! When will it end? city chiefs at home as expected you know you can't expect too many miracles in the season shellacked planet the tomahawk in the raiders Uh, it was a clown game probably one of the worst games i say that this whole season because it's so freaking disappointing unbelievable unbelievable contest where you thought at least if we play decent we could hold our heads high no the raiders don't play that way um rarely have i seen at least this season where we've lost a game with dignity we've been losing games with uh you know pathetic play trust me and this is another example (laughs) i can't stand the chiefs chiefs fans are pretty cool Uh, andy Reid's a genius compared to our coach who's a buffoon uh let me go on a rant here hey I've been watching our team, and I've been watching our coach this season. Something that puzzles me a great deal is why, and oh why, is our coach walking around the sidelines, he should have a cheerleader um, outfit on instead of a coaching outfit. No, our coach looks like, I said, a cheerleader. Um, Look, I, I like Del Rio. I like his gritty look. I just don't think he's the guy. Um, I could go on. I will go on later when I go on a rant. I have a scheduled rant later in the show. <laughs> so not to worry, we'll hit on that subject. But this game, man, it was so hard to watch. We've got Tyreek Hill, uh, Kelsey Wilson, who came out of nowhere, Harris Hunt, I mean, and Kendrick West. Those guys alone destroyed us. Let's look at our stats here. Jake Cook was the hero of the day. Uh 6 receptions. Crabtree had 13 for 60 cuz he he gets those short passes that we love to throw these days, the 3 to 5 yard ones. Don't get me started. Seth Roberts, 3 for 3, 24 yards. Johnny Holton, 4 uh 2 for 4. I mean, 4 catches for 2 yards. Uh, Clive Walford showed up. Uh, Washington did a pretty good job. Patterson was showed up as well. Um, Lynch showed up pretty good too. Mark Cooper. Uh, Now that I'm the subject, Mark Cooper is not an NFL player. I mean, I'm sure he'll go to another team and be a superstar. He'll go somewhere else and be like a Randy Moss but he is not an NFL caliber receiver. I think there's something wrong with him in his head. I don't think his heart is in this game and I think that the sooner we cut him, if we pay him, we are stupid. We need to move on and uh well, I'll get into that too in the in between the Cowboys and the uh this uh, post game here. The Raiders were 26-0 and zero all the way up to the wee hours of the fourth quarter where they squeezed out some crap points, 15 to be exact, to make it a semi-exciting contest. Not really. I mean, like we were going to come back, that was not going to happen. And it didn't. I don't know what's happened to our Raiders. Kansas City um, deserved to win the game. They played 10 times better. We were out-coached, out-played, On every level. Including, I don't know what the hell happened to Marquette King. But his punts of 32 yards, 40 yards, 43 yards were disgusting. Worst special teams play I've seen yet. um, Yeah, this team folded up uh, for this season. I can tell you they folded up already. I don't care what the coach said. I don't care what the fans say. This team is finito. They're done. Stick a fork in them because this season is over. And don't give me any horse crap about how we're going to come back and play great in the last few games just to show some sparks, just to support our coach. Horse crap. I don't believe it. I'll, you know, I won't even see it because I know it's not going to happen. So the Chiefs kicked our ass. We were ill-prepared for this game on every level. Uh, the defense played better. The defense actually played a pretty damn good job. Defense played well enough to win this game, which is just... just deli- <laughs> poured salt on the wound, man. I don't know what else to say, but crap. The defense has been the Achilles heel of this team, and on a game like this, when we can win because the defense is doing a good enough job. Three and out for three, giving the ball back to the offense and three and out. They get right back on the field. The defense just got gassed. They were gassed. They were out there all all game. Khalil Mack was doing a great job. Um I mean Oh, as a, as, a, as a team, I think the defense held their own. I mean, they weren't spectacular, but they were good enough for us to win. 26 points. 26 points. The Raiders of last year would have beat the Chiefs this year. But, you know, that's... <laughs> uh, so here's, here's my biggest stat of the freaking game. Derek Carr, 24 for 41, 211 yards to interceptions. I mean, what else am I going to say? Well, let me say it right now because I'll get into this rant because I'll do it before the Cowboys. Our coaching staff are out of place and absolutely out of time. I think they should be. Uh, Their play calling on the offense, Todd Dowling sucks ass. Uh, And, you know, don't give me this big thing about our big defensive move because Pagano is like, not change the world and won't. We got a little bump from that coaching change, which everybody gets. Everybody gets something. Uh, We'll see what happens in this next game. But I'm tired of the buffoonery. I'll tell you right now, Reggie McKenzie... Needs to get his goat smelling ass out of Oakland. Uh, Mark Davis, the buffoon, uh, you know, in the, in the suite, eating peanuts and laughing as our team goes down on a ball of flames. Don't get me started on Mo. He is pathetic. He sits at the little boys table in the owners meetings. He is a joke and the joke of the NFL. His mere ownership is a stain on the reputation and the history of this great team. Reggie, certainly Veggie. Let me just go through this, man. Veggie lucked out with Mac and Cooper because they fell to him in the first or second pick of the the draft. I mean, you're not going to take that guy? Who's not going to take that guy? But when there's anything further down, Reggie has failed miserably. His defensive back choices and safety choices are garbage. And there's no turnaround time I see in the near future. Reggie McKenzie needs to get fired. And we need to bring in a real competent general manager. Now, Reggie, this was his first, like, downing, right? Just like Ken Norton. Well, Reggie was a rookie when he got hired, too. Did a fine job to start to clean up the cap, got to give him that. But other than that, his picks are crap. The way he's managed his team is crap. The coaches that we've hired through him are bull crap. And I, I just don't even know why he still has a job. You know, he sits there with a smug little smile like he's got some secret. Bullshit, he's an idiot. And he needs to leave first before anybody else. Bring in a new general manager that will bring in a qualified coach and a qualified staff. That's the only way you're going to get this thing cleaned up. Reggie's got to get his fat ass out of Oakland. And, you know, maybe this is the plan. I don't know. I mean, I'm going on a rant here, but I don't really give a crap. The Oakland Raiders are only going to be here in Oakland for a few years, two years maybe. Maybe Mark Davis is just going to ride this losing team out because he really doesn't care about the team now. He doesn't certainly doesn't care about the fans. Not here anyway. If you're living in Las Vegas, you're getting pummeled with Oakland Raiders commercials and merchandise and little hoo-haws all over town and events here and there. They're 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 winding down in Oakland and they're winding up in Vegas. That's why I cut my season tickets off this season. Screw Mark Davis and this organization. They're not getting another penny of mine after this season because the writing is clearly on the wall. They don't want to win games here. They don't want to start a winning history here. They don't want to build a Super Bowl team here. They want to do it in Las Vegas. Well, they can get the Las Vegas Raider fans money and use that. They're certainly not getting mine anymore. That is a fact. For sure. So that's all I got to say about that. Uh, The game was shit. The play was shit. And our management also, well, that's shit too. So um, that's my take on this entire organization. Uh, It has to happen. If we want to go forward, uh, we cannot do it with veggie at the front vegging out because uh he has shown that he is not general manager material and any other general manager at this time with this team, with this amount of opportunities um would be gone. So I hope Reggie gets the boot uh, as soon as possible. I suspect it might happen just before the Raiders leave for Vegas. What a surprise. What a bunch of crap. And that is all I have to say about that.
2: Stand up and cheer, stomp your feet, stop in NBC sunny night about
1: to happen. All right. After that lovely rant, we're going to talk about the cowgirls. They're coming to town, and they're serious. They truly have an opportunity to make it to the playoffs. In yet another primetime contest Sunday at 5.30, the Dallas Cowboys play the Oakland Raiders at home at the Black Hole. Now, I'd love to say that we have a chance. I'd love to say that we're on our way to a a wild card berth. But you all know, in your heart of hearts, that's that some bullshit for sure. I'm not going to tell you that. The coach might. The general manager might. The offensive coordinator might. But they're all full of crap because it's not true. This team is checked out and is getting ready to check into their vacation period far away from Oakland. This uh, contest with the Cowboys, I hope that we put up a game. I hope that we don't roll over and uh, you know die right there in the field in the first 10 seconds of the game. Uh, I have very little faith in Derek Carr. Derek Carr, um and it's on him. Todd Downing's the knucklehead. We've all known that. But you know what? Derek Carr has been checking down, checking down. He's got the fastest release in the league. You know why? Because he's afraid. He's got the fastest release in the league. Not to avoid, not to make the team better or Or, you know, move the ball down the field. No, he doesn't want to get hurt. I'm totally 100% convinced that this kid has lost his edge. a 100 freaking percent. When he first started playing in Oakland, he would stand in the pocket and take a hit, but get the ball down the field. And that's why we did so well last season. So far, he has a broken back. That's painful. A broken leg, that didn't feel very good. But he is gun-shy. He doesn't want to deal with any hits, and he's getting rid of the ball, and he doesn't give a shit if we get too many yards. I'm telling you that right now. And when he says that it's on him, you bet your ass that it's on him. He is playing like garbage, and uh, this is all on coaching. The coaching staff is not holding him to a higher standard. I am sure Del Rio is not chewing his ass out. I'm sure Del Rio is like, oh, Derek, you'll be fine. Everything will be good. We just have to work on some of your mechanics. Bullshit. You got to stand in there and take a hit, son. You got to stand in there and wait for the receivers to develop a a route instead of throwing a three-yard, five-yard pass. Throw a seven-yard pass when you need 15 yards. That's a scared quarterback, and Derek Carr is scared. I'll tell you right now. Receivers are frustrated because they can't, you know, they run their route and the ball's been out for 10 seconds because it went to a a three-yard gain, four-yard gain, five-yard. These passes were not here last year. These passes weren't heard of last year. We were slinging it down the road. But Derek Carr has lost his nerve. That's due to the coaches. A hundred percent they have not supported this kid in the way he needs to be supported. You don't coddle this shit. You kick this shit out, hey, man, Derek, Either you can't do it or you won't do it, and if either one of those is the case, we got to get rid of you, son. We're paying him twenty four million dollars a year. I don't give a shit about the hometown discount twenty four million dollars for this kind of performance, and yeah, he the guys drop passes. I would have to say that. But I'm sure that if he had some balls, he would get the passes in a better place so these guys can catch them. Yeah, I know. It's not all the receivers have drop dropping balls for last two seasons. They dropped balls last year, too. Look, what's the difference between last year and this year? I would say 90% of our passes are 10 yards or less. And, and that's what's wrong with this season. We have a good running game. I mean, we have a decent running game. We, we're we running the game pretty good. The passing game is bullshit. We have receivers that can get open, and I'm not talking about Cooper, because he's another guy that's tired of getting hit. And that's why he's not playing. Don't give me this ankle crap. I looked at the tape 500 times. There was no hitch. There was no giddy-up. There's no... There was no trauma to his ankle at this before he came back to play. He had ankle problems. Well, they rolled up on him in this game, and yeah, I'm sure that hurt. I'm sure now he has an ankle problem. It's a head problem. I have never seen a player so, I mean, uninspired to play this game. He gives you no confidence in his game because he sounds like He doesn't care. I don't care. Yeah, I had a little trouble here. I had a little trouble there. (laughs) And they're going to pay him? Unbelievable. I hope they don't. I mean, that's when our new general manager will come in and will lay the law down. I don't know what's going to happen to this coach. I think, myself, that he's coming back. He's going to come back. Until the Raiders leave and they're gonna shit can him. Mark my words. They're gonna get rid of this coach and, you know, he can retire and go about, go out to the uh, pasture uh, with a big paycheck and stay here while the Raiders go to Vegas. He don't wanna move to Vegas. He don't care. You know, he's not moving to Vegas. He's gonna stay here and he knows it. Well that's enough of me ranting 'cause, you know, I woke up with a vengeance. I was so pissed. I was laying in bed thinking of all this stuff and well I just let it out. I mean, um <laughs> we are so pathetic and we're even asking that we might go to the playoffs. What a joke. I don't even want to see our team in the playoffs. Shit. We stink at six and seven. We have the Cowboys coming in like we are expecting some huge win. Now Ezekiel Elliott is out. Um, but you know, that doesn't mean a whole lot. Uh the Cowboys are not jacking around here. Uh they're five and two, and they're they're headed to an NFC playoff. And the Raiders are in the way, and they're coming here to take care of business. They are a three-point road favorite in Oakland. What does that say? It says everything. <laughs> uh, total points, 46 is what they say, which I'm not too, you know, I doubt that it gets that high unless the Cowboys roll it up. Um, I, I don't, <laughs> what am I supposed to say? The Raiders' offense is 21st in the league. 20.3 points per game is what we're putting in average. But we're allowing 23.4 points per game. Um, This is why we have such a pathetic um, record. I really don't care if Ezekiel Elliott's played. They're going to have, as per last week, uh, the, the Chiefs ran the ball up and down the field at will. I expect the same this, this game. Um, I hope not, but I don't have any hope, really. Not in this team, not in this season. I think it's over. All those who are thinking we're going to the playoffs, my question is why? Um, and And that's about it the Dallas Cowboys although I hate them especially called the Americans team America's team please give me a break of any team in the NFL that is truly America's team it's the Oakland Raiders the Oakland Raider fan base are blue collar hard-working stiffs that spend their money on their team I've seen it many many times from Oakland to Miami the people that come to the games aren't showing up in Maseratis and brand new Cadillac Escalades and no no no. They're people who work for a living that's it together and put their money down for their team. The Raider Nation is unique in every way, and we are definitely America's team for sure, unless all of America's filthy rich. The average ticket here for a Raider game for this game is like one hundred and seventy bucks per seat. You go there to Jerry's uh, Palace, and you're going to be looking at 500 bucks a seat. What a difference. What a difference in the team. What a difference in the owner. What a get difference in the coaching. Um, yeah, there's a big difference between the Raiders and the Cowboys, and it has nothing to do with the fan base. Uh, the organization is once again uh, mediocre at best. Oh my gosh, it's so hard to see another year. And you know, shit, I'm going to say it. Last year, for the first time in over a decade, we had hope. It was like, really, this is what it's like to win more than three games. This is what it's like to win more than seven games. Wow, we, we reached a 10-game win in one season? I mean, it was a miracle. Everybody was like, whoa. What is this feeling? The feeling was winning. That's the feeling we have not had in Oakland in over a decade. Uh, brother, I am so freaking sick of the buffoonery in Oakland. We lose because we don't play to win. We lose because we don't set up an organization that is dedicated to winning. Yeah, they've got all the key phrases. All the coaches have the same coach talk. The players say the same shit year after year after year. Loss after loss after loss. I am freaking sick and tired of this bullshit. And this year, which was supposed to be the next level, it was three levels down. And we're back in the toilet playing a meanless game at the end of the season. that means nothing. Forget the playoffs. That's bullshit. Fire frickin' Reggie McKenzie the day after the last game, and then, and then only, will you breed confidence in the Raiders and the fans, and maybe the players will start playing better. Our front office blows. And, uh, yeah... All you people who say, oh, Reggie did this, and Reggie did that, and yeah, he really did this, and I love Jack Del Rio. Well, look at our win-loss record, and then tell me about it. Because as far as I'm concerned, this is a clown show. Hire a clown, expect a circus, and that's been the Raiders for the entire 2017 season. What a complete popcorn fart letdown for this this franchise and the fans the fans i mean come on man the best fans in the league and you walk all over them like they're gonna come back no matter what man that would be the best thing for me if the fans took a day off i think that would be great nobody shows up boy would that make a statement wow it won't happen i mean i love raiders football and it's not so much that it's a tailgate baby. That's where we always win the tailgate. And that's where the fun is. That's where the family is. And that's where the Raider nation is. Uh we can't we can't control what happens in the Coliseum. But we sure can outside of it, that's for sure. <laughs> so I see Dallas kicking our butts um for sure. And uh yeah, playoffs, you can just forget about it. The rest of the season Is this going to be what it is? Uh, One buffoonery after the other. I don't see us winning another game this year. I think we're going to, I think San Diego is going to beat us. I think definitely the Eagles, even without a quarterback, they're going to beat us. And the Cowboys are going to beat us. This is our season. Seven wins. And that's what I'm telling you. And that's what I'm saying. How absolutely appalling a team with this kind of talent Uh, as mismanaged, and, you know, (laughs) buffoon our way through a terrible year with such high expectations. And then the Raiders keep asking for money down for next year. They started asking this the second week of the year. Maybe they knew more than we did. Oh, you got to re-up on your season tickets, blah, 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 blah. I sent them a note and said, I will be using my Dallas, my Excuse me, my Raiders ticket money, all expenses that I take, family, friends, whatever I pay for. And that money will go directly to my new favorite thing, which is fishing. So I'm spending my money somewhere else. I'll watch him. I'll record the games. But as far as going, I'm out. Uh, 13 season as a Raiders season ticket holder. I'm fed up with the buffoonery. The joke the joke is buying tickets for this team, uh, knowing that they're not doing their best to win here in Oakland. It is blatantly obvious to this Raider fan that they're not going to do crap until they move. And then we'll have some amazing general manager, some amazing coach, and it'll be like, oh my gosh, here we go. And they probably will win a Super Bowl there. That is a pathetic statement to the fans that have supported this team for so many years. Mark Davis, you can kiss my goat smelling ass where the sun don't shine. And I don't, I ain't mincing any other words. I love the Raider Nation. But this team and management has got to go. Please, Mark, sell the team to an owner that really, truly wants to win and not playing around like the Three Stooges, Bone. Alright, let's get to the few bone lines we scraped up, because, uh, well, I was lame, and I didn't follow up with these knuckleheads that have the bone line business for me. So, who do we got on the line? I hope they can cheer me up, because I'm pissed. Our first caller is a very good uh, contributor, great Raider fan, good dude. I love his phone calls and his wisdom has always been on point. Now, I know this show that I've just done is pretty racked with, you know, anger over this team, over the season. I'm kind of sorry about that, but that's how I feel. It's how I've been rolling for 13 years. Five earned shows. 500 shows take at least four hours for each show. You do the math. Randy has been a great, great partner when it comes to this show. He's hung in here. We've hung in here through some of the worst Raider history uh, there is. But, you know, I think it's important. We we have a spot. We have a spot to uh, <laughs> let the Raider fans let it out. I love that. that's why I started the show. Raider Malik. Uh, what do you got to say, bro?
3: Good morning, Radio Greg, Radio Randy. This is Radio Malik from Tucson. I was trying to call in to get in on the podcast. Uh, I see it's already up. Special podcast, and the whole reason I was trying to call this week and get in is because I knew that the last episode was four ninety nine dollars and this is the, the show 500. So I just wanted to call and just leave this message and just, just say. Congratulations, baby! That's incredible, man. 500 shows, that's incredible. I mean, just any kind of show, period, to reach that level, that's that's amazing. And uh, I just wanted to say, again, what you mean to, to Radio Nation, to everyone that listens to your podcast and tailgates with you and just enjoys your company and your presence on this earth, uh, it's you, you guys are amazing. Uh, the job you do is is incredible, and I know we say it all the time, but it's the truth, you know. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that I called to say congratulations to the both of you. I know it's been a ton of hard work, and I know that most likely when they do move to Vegas, this, this podcast is going to end. And, I mean, I, it, it kind of chokes me up to tell the truth. Um, this show means so much to people like me, and uh, even my wife loves to listen, especially when I'm on, because she likes to hear me on the radio and hear what I have to say, but I just, I, I really just wanted to say congratulations, amazing, 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 and I didn't even get in at the very beginning, you know, I came in into this podcast, uh, seems like maybe like three years ago, maybe, but um, yeah, from, from day one, just. I was all over it. It was the greatest thing I heard, and the takes that you have and the the fans have always really made my week, and it's something that we've always looked forward to uh, every week for the next episode. So uh, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I just want to wish you both a a wonderful Christmas and a wonderful New Year, and uh, I'm going to try to be in Carson to see uh, the Raiders play the Chargers, because actually went to high school in Carson and I got some places I could hook up there and, uh, get to the stadium and stuff. But if I do make it, I don't know if you're going to be there or not, but if you are, I'd love to meet you. It'd be incredible. Uh, especially if my wife was there, It'd just be great to just shake your hand man, in person and just say, thank you. So I just wanted to call and just say that. And I'm about to listen to the podcast right now. Uh, it looks like it's a long show, which I love. And I just wanted to just say, thank you very much. And, uh, God bless and really really take care and, and uh enjoy your holidays and uh enjoy your families. Okay. Raider nation. Peace. Rain Mountain Tucson. Bye.
1: Man, that's amazing phone call. Um it really touches our heart. Touches my heart to hear that. I mean uh this podcast has brought together a lot of people. A lot of communities that never would have known each other or had an idea of what, what other fans were thinking. Because we're not the mainstream media. We're not the Raiders uh, media. We don't get paid by them. We can tell you what we feel, which is most of the time what you feel. The organization would never say that. You know, that's all about keeping their, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. We're not the mainstream we are the silver and black stream coming right out from the fans to the fans. And brother, I just thank you so much. That was a great call. Very moving. I'm a little emotional just hearing it. I appreciate all the props. <laughs> Pretty crazy. It's been a long time. Five hundred shows. That's a lot of shows, man. But uh thank you for the props very much. Um having your wife look is fun listen is funny. Um because my wife does too. Uh, So thanks again, man. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a contributor. Uh, Those are real important. Your calls are uh, always good. Everybody's calls. And no matter what it is, it's a fan letting it out. And we love it. Thank you, brother. Thank you for that great call and all the super props. God bless you and your family during this Christmas season. Uh, Stay safe, and our very best to you, too, bro. And our next caller is my very good brother, Raider Steve from Vegas. What a great guy. He's got a new baby, got a new life going on, man. Very, very cool. Love talking to him. He is truly Raider Nation. What's going on, bro? Hey,
0: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Steve in Vegas. Um... Man, I saw you guys post on Facebook saying that you, people should call in. And, you know, I've been thinking about calling in, man, but it's basically I'm just going to say the same old thing that I've been saying since that Redskins loss. And, Greg, I remember you and I talking about it, and there was just something about that loss that summed up our season, man. I don't know what happened in that game. Uh, you know, I I, I, I think it's – our offense is just super predictable. I it's really bad. I I read an article the other day and I, you know, I really don't know that much about football. I mean, I know a lot about the Raiders, but I don't know a lot about offense or defensive coverages or anything like that. I don't even play Madden, but for me and my brothers to be able to be watching a game and know that the Raiders are going to run it up the middle and do nothing or they don't, they don't do any crossing routes or anything, man. It's really bad. And, uh, I think, you know, we just watch these games and we drink too many beers because it's hard to watch. It's, it's frustrating to watch because nobody does anything. Like, they're, this team, if this team was coached by somebody like Jim Harbaugh, we'd be in the Super Bowl because we're, we've are we got way too much talent going to waste. And uh, it's a problem, man. That they, they're going to have to fire Downing. But I don't know who you get in here to replace them. And then Kars on his, what, fifth offensive coordinator, fourth or fifth offensive coordinator – in as many years as he's been here, other than with Musgrave, it just, it's just—it's a disaster. They're wasting him. They're wasting Mac. Um, and I thought we were through with all this. And I guess you know, I, we're not three and thirteen. I, I guess I should be happy, but I—I'd I'd rather be three and thirteen. Like I enjoyed watching the three and thirteen games. I—I I never said I enjoyed it, but I felt more passion back then. Right now, I just—I don't feel anything. I just feel like. This is a big waste of time. I want this season over with. I mean, it's already, it's been over. This season's been over. It just It's a big mess. I don't know how we fix it. I don't even know if we can fix it. And I feel like, you know, I'm starting to question whether Carr's the answer, whether Del Rio needs to go. I know that's not how you run a successful team. It's just, man, we, we've built this great team with all this talent and we've let it go to waste. And I don't know that we can, uh, I don't know if we can pull out of it. And uh, I'm just, I'm just tired, man. I'm, I'm tired of watching this team. I, you know, I don't even care if we beat the. I'm gonna watch the game, but I don't really care about the game this week because, I mean, whoop-de-do. And uh, at least nobody from the AFC West is gonna win it, so that's good. Anyway,
1: um, Raiders till I die. I'm out. That's perfect, Steve. It's perfect. You said everything that I said, but you said it nicer. <laughs> As you do, because you're a real nice fella. Uh, Yeah, I feel exactly the same way. This Dallas game, like a popcorn fart, bro. It's got no substance. There's really no playoff implications. And quite honestly, I'm tired of seeing the buffoons on the field. I am tired of seeing underperforming professionals that get paid millions of dollars that represent us just laying down. Uh, It's been a season of it. Um there've been a couple of games but for the most part uh you know at the middle of the season you kind of knew that we we're back on shaky jakey ground and here's where we are. So yeah, you know, we all understand, bro. And that was very well put because um the organization, I've said it before, has finite window with Carr and Mac and Cooper and Crabtree and the the core of this team, to add to it, to move up, not backwards, and not backwards again. Uh, And that's kind of what we're doing under the Three Stooges management program that we have going on in Oakland. Appreciate the call, the honesty, because, brother, you're not alone. I need you to know that. Thank you for the call, bro. And our next caller is Raider Tony, the Northwest Raider. He's in the house. What you got for us, brother? Bring us up. (laughs) Because I sure as hell haven't. What's up?
4: Raider Greg, Raider Nation. This is Raider Tony, the Northwest Raider, calling from the Pacific Northwest. Big game coming up against the Cowboys. I just wanted to talk about the debacle that happened in Kansas City. Um, I'm sure we all feel the same way. It's extremely frustrating to get again see our team get out coached, outplayed, and come out flat. In what was probably one of the biggest games this season. A win against the Chiefs and we move into a secure tie for first place in the division. And um you know, it, it I mean it just would have been huge. And I mean it's just just frustrating to see the offense be the joke that it is after being the juggernaut that it was last year. And I know we've all talked about this and this is nothing new, we all know. But Downing I mean fire him. He needs to be gone. You know the defense kept us in the game on Sunday. And I think that is something positive that we can definitely build on. I know that a lot of us want Jack Del Rio fired. I'm not sure if um, Mark Davis is going to want to eat that money, that contract money. So I don't think that's going to happen as much as I support the idea of firing him. But I do think that by firing Downing, bringing in an a, 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 you know, experienced offensive coordinator, you know, those are some positive steps that we could look at for next year. And I say bring back Pagano. Pagano's defense, outmatched against the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday, kept us in the game. I mean, you know, if the offense does its job and puts points on the board, we beat Kansas City on Sunday. You know, again, it was another game where the defense kept us in the game and as outmatched and out-talented as our defense was, you know, they did a commendable job. Uh, so I say hand down, hands off, excuse me, hats off to Pagano and the defense. I say we bring in some more talent. Uh, you know, the defense could could actually be good in the future. Um, but first things first, got to get rid of, uh, of downing. Anyway, game on Sunday against the Cowboys, <laughs> Even after the debacle against Kansas City, we're still only, I think it's, well, now a game back. So, you know, in theory, if the Raiders were to win out um, and get some help, they could actually still win the division as crappy as we played this year. Um, so, you know, let's just see what happens. Hopefully we win out. I'm not going to get my hopes up anymore, though, you know, uh, for this season. I'm pretty much – I'm just going to watch the games, Um, root for us, of course, but in terms of actually thinking and expecting us to, you know, do anything really this season. And, again, I I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not going to bank on anything. And, again, I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I hope we do win out and get into the playoffs and who knows what. But, you know, it's just, you know, we'll just watch each game, enjoy it, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. So, Raider Nation, I'm out.
1: Well, thank you, Raider Tony, with, uh, with that take. Um, honestly, yeah, the defense played well enough to beat the Chiefs. The offense, again, a pathetic showing. I mean, in special teams, a pathetic showing. Marquette King sucked. Uh, yeah, it was a bad game. Bad game altogether. Um As far as going to playoffs, yeah, you can forget it. Even if we make it, you know, come on, man. Really? Are we going anywhere? No. I would rather just fold up the tent and start over next year and take a team into the playoffs that you know has a chance to win the Super Bowl. And that's not this team. Shit. We won't win the first game. We're so dysfunctional. We have such a terrible staff. uh, Players that don't want to play. I mean, it's obvious we're folding it up, man. This last game was a fold-up game uh, for sure. So I I think they got to get rid of everybody. I think Reggie's got to go and bring in a new general manager that will bring in a solid staff of coaches. That is all together, not this, you know, when Del Rio brought his staff with him, uh well, we gave it a shot, and uh, Del Rio is not the head coach for this team. I mean, really? <laughs> I wish we had parcels. I wish we had a coach that had some sack that would tell these guys, hey, if you're not getting it done, son, we're going to have to get rid of you. Simple as that. Not hold their hand and rub their neck and tell them they're going to do better job next week. Bullshit. We need a coach with some sack. And Del Rio is way too nice for these players. Um, way too nice. And the staff. I mean, he should be climbing up Downing's ass already. There's, always rumb- There's already rumblings of getting rid of Downing. Again, a Band-Aid. On a on a huge gashing wound, bleeding like a sieve, and somebody sticks a band aid like a new coach, that's horse crap. Pagano, that's horse crap. That's a one game, uh, that's a one game bump. We'll see what he does rest of the season. But as far as I'm concerned, he can go out with everybody else. Uh, No, we have no winners in the coaching staff. They all need to go. Del Rio down, and honestly, I'm sure that Reggie needs to find another job doing something else because he has not done the right thing for this team by hiring these buffoons. Trust me, bad management everywhere. So I hope we don't go to the playoffs because I don't want to be embarrassed more than we have been this season. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Raider Tom from Orlando, Florida, man. It's nice and warm. Well, not now. It's pretty chilly down there, but it is a very comfortable place to come from. What is happening, my Raider brother?
5: Raider Greg, this is Raider Tom from down in Orlando, Florida, brother. The last time I saw you was that Monday night football game. When that fourth and one, Jamarcus Russell hit, uh, was it Murphy for the touchdown? And then it looked, looking good. And we give it, to, we give it to, we had Sproles and all those boys running 99 yards, and we got our ass handed on that that game. But this next weekend, not this week, the Dallas game. But I will be in Philly, going back to my home home state, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, watch the
0: Raiders
5: take on the Eagles. Hopefully, it'll be a good Christmas present. Hopefully, they just come to play, and we don't get an ass whipping. That that'd be nice um love you brother god bless you and have a great day
1: first thanks for the call brother i appreciate it uh secondly i understand that uh we're going to philly and uh, i'm not having any expectations even though they lost Wentz uh with a knee injury now they got a big time team with a big time defense and their offense is still going to be good enough to beat us on one leg Listen, man, it's great to be a Raider fan because this is the kind of people you meet. They're lifelong relationships that you can see these people 10 years from now. And it's, hey, um, I love the Raider Nation just for that. It's a great thing. Man, thanks for the call. And thanks for just reminding me how big the Raider Nation is. It's so huge. It's just an honor to be part of it. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller is Jersey Boy Raider. What is happening, my brother?
5: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Jersey Boy Raider. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to call into the show this week, but I just wanted to leave you guys a quick message and congratulate you on Show 500. I'm going to listen to it right now uh, as I'm driving into work, and I just got to tell you, um, I appreciate it. Everything you guys do, I always tell you that, but um, honestly, just congratulations on an am- amazing Amazing milestone. Uh, Randy, Greg, you are the best. I I know you're talking about, you know, hanging them up after this season. And quite frankly, I know how much work this has taken, how long you've been doing it. Hasn't exactly been as fun to cover the team uh, this year, especially last week. I don't even want to talk about that. It's still bothering me. But um, I just want to let you know that I appreciate you and and Randy and everything that you do and all the hard work. Um, I I really, truly – it's such a part of me being a Raiders fan. It's not only watching the Raiders out here in Jersey and listening to um, you know 95.7 game on the internet and stuff when I can, but uh, I always want to get your take, Greg. Always want to get your take and see what you have to say. And um, it's just it's just amazing. I, I just tell you that I I would really miss you, you know, uh, if it's over this year. And uh, just to let you know what you do. Uh, makes people happy. And I know you always talk about, you know, being blessed and and, and keeping the show clean and everything and, and talking about God and everything. And I just want to say that I just think that, you know, what you do, you know what I mean? It makes people happy. You bring joy to a lot of people. And uh, right there, brother, you are doing God's work. So uh, I just want to say God bless you and Randy and the whole Raider Nation. Uh, I'm just so happy to be a part of this. Thank you for letting me on the show a number of times. I love doing it myself, so like I guess I'm bummed out I didn't get on this one. But um yeah, I just really enjoy listening to the show. It's done. It's people don't talk about the detail. I even just love the songs and the sound effects. And one of the things I love most about you, Raider Greg, is your laugh. <laughs> it's contagious. Every time you laugh, I laugh. So um just can't thank you enough for everything. Just congratulations, congratulations on five hundred. Such an amazing milestone. And I just wanna say you are the best. And hey, if this is it, just know that you went out on top and uh just continued success in everything that you do, Raider Greg. You're a great guy. Raider Randy heard you on the one show, <laughs> so I did hear your voice, but I know that's a lot of work that you put into that too. So, uh, hey, guys, again, I know I'm rambling, but I'm just so happy for you guys and uh, just of being part of this family because we are truly a family. I'll be there Christmas night, and I'll see the Raider Nation on the East Coast, and uh, you have no idea how much of a family it is everywhere. I mean, I'm sure you do, but just everywhere. You know, it's just hugs and high fives, and when you see someone wearing the silver and black, man, even – even in the, in the department store and supermarket, you know, especially out here, you know, they're a Raider fan, you know, and uh, through thick and thin, man, we, we stick by the team, you know, always, always. So, um, Hey, thanks so much guys for everything. Just enjoy it. And, uh, Merry Christmas and happy new year and everything. And just, Hey, hope our Raiders can finish out somehow and just get a playoff spot. That would be great. All right, guys. Thank you. And just win, baby.
1: Wow. <laughs> Wow, again, you know, it brings emotions to me. I'm sure it does to Randy, too, because it's, uh, it's been a labor of love, man. We love the Raiders. I mean, I bitch about their shit all the time. I bitch about their ownership. You heard me for years. When the team is doing well, which it hasn't for a long time, I'm all over it. I love the Raider Nation. I'm telling you, just like you said, anywhere you go in the world, anywhere, you see someone with a Raider hat or uh, silver and black, whatever. And you can look at these people, I mean, in the airport, wherever, supermarket. And uh, I'll tell you, my wife has to pull me away from the conversation because we could talk about the Raiders forever. I love, I love the Raider Nation, man. It is the most amazing group, amazing family of all walks of life. I mean... It has just been an honor to uh, to talk about the Raiders and, and meet all the Raider Nation that I have. And it will be an honor to meet all of you someday, I hope to, uh, throughout the rest of the seasons here in Oakland. Um, and then on to Vegas. I don't know what I'm going to do then. I'll probably not do this. Probably go fishing. But I appreciate the props, man. We've been working hard. Randy... Works his ass off to get this show done. It's been a labor of love, man. And we've tried our best. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We certainly have. I have. You can tell by my laughter. Because, hey, man, it's better to laugh than cry, even though you feel like crying. That's a fact, Jack. Thanks for the call and the props, my brother. And our next caller is from the International Raider Nation. A Raider Essex is in the house. Uh, it's amazing. We are World Ride, man. Again, the Raider Nation blows me away. It's like no other fan base ever. What's happening, my brother?
2: Hey there, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Dave Lewis, the Essex Raider, calling from Great Dunmo in the United Kingdom. I'm calling to congratulate you both on reaching 500 shows. An achievement you should both be incredibly proud of. This is my first time calling the bone line, but I'm hoping you will remember me from the Bulletin Board and Website Forum back in the day, and for being someone who has been listening to the podcast pretty much from the beginning. Man, you guys have come a long way. From those first couple of shows with you finding your feet, Greg, through the upgrade to the Website and the transformation of the old Bulletin Board to the Raider Nation Podcast Comments Forum section. The launch of the Bone Line and now the inclusion of 957 the game. And at every step of the way, Raider Randy, the Bald Raider and producer Extraordinaire making each show sound its very best. I know you are going to get loads of calls this week after the loss to the Chiefs. So rather than talk about that, I wanted to do something slightly different, if you'll indulge me. Greg, many times you have said that life is what happens between podcasts. And with 500 shows aired, that got me to thinking about the things that had happened in my life over the duration of the Raider Nation podcast. I stopped working for other people and set up my own IT business. I bought my house. I got engaged to my then-girlfriend and got her interested in football. I got married. I saw my first regular season NFL game right here at Wembley Stadium in London. My sister gave birth to my first nephew, who is six now, And far more interested in athletics than football unfortunately and I got to meet you Greg and see my Raiders again at Wembley Stadium in London my wife was due to be with me at that game and was really looking forward to meeting you too but six weeks before the game she was diagnosed with kidney cancer and four days before had one of her kidneys removed even that didn't stop her wanting to come and the conversation on game day morning was quite intense She sadly passed away last October without seeing our Raiders win a Super Bowl, but she did get to see her Packers win a couple. We've got the Reverend Reggie White to thank for her choice of team. That's quite a list of significant events that have happened while I've been listening to you blow your stack about bad drafting, bad play calling and general poor team effort. I'm sure everyone who listens has a similar list, I know you and Randy do. So I wanted to say thank you for being a significant part of my life and for all the effort you both put into this show. You two really are the only thing about this team in recent years that comes anywhere close to a commitment to excellence. So thank you and congratulations on 500 shows. I hope you find the enthusiasm to keep going even if it is only after watching games from your couch. Personally, I can't wait to hear you lose it when we finally lift that Lombardi trophy. This is the Essex Raider And I'm out. Wow.
1: Is all I can say. I mean, if I told you I wasn't, you know, on the edge of crying, I would be lying. I am blown away. Because life does happen between podcasts. First, let me say, I am so very sorry, brother, for the loss of your wife. It's like losing half of your body. My heart goes out to you fully in all the struggles that you've gone through. But to know that I was there, you know, my knucklehead laugh and the things that we've done and Randy and the shows we put on, I hope that it has brought something to take you away from the life's downs and uh, take you to that place that's silver and black. God bless you, man. Thank you for that, because it's truly moving, and it's it's hard for me to comprehend that even five people listen to the show. I don't know. We have no idea how many people listen to the Raider Nation podcast, but for all of you that do, especially you, you've been around since the beginning, and the way you describe our show and how it's changed is so perfect, I couldn't have done it better myself. I just thank you for being a great fan of our show. And, uh, I'm, I'm glad we got to bring something to you, uh, from our little neck of the woods here. God bless you, son. God bless you. God bless you and your family. Um, the very best to you during this holiday season. Merry Christmas. And, uh, man, it's hard to leave this show. It's very hard. It's going to be very hard. And on that note, let me say I appreciate all the things you've said and everybody that have said on on this little little quick little show that we have before the Cowboy game. Thank you again, my friend. Uh, It's truly amazing to hear people when I have no idea the effect that I have on anybody. Because I'm just a knucklehead fireman giving my opinion uh, in a cloud of media that is, is certainly not from the fans. We are from the fans, for the fans, as you know. Thanks again, bro. I can't even say thank you enough. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Well, that is it for this edition, show 501 of the Raider Nation podcast. If you got a chance to listen to the 500 show, you'll know and see. You know, you'll listen to the things that were going on at the time. Jamarcus Russell. I mean, it goes back to Art Shell. Um, wow, it goes to North Turner. There's a lot of a lot of history we've covered. Not always positive. Very few actually. A lot of games, a lot of seasons that are have gone. Uh, water under the bridge but we've been here because i think i needed a voice and i'm so proud randy and i that we've given you a voice which is i think the funniest and most important part of my show is when we did start the bone line the comments section was good too but the bone line that took it to a different level and i appreciate everyone who's called And everyone who really thought they wanted to but couldn't, I'm sure your takes would have been awesome. Randy and I are so very proud of serving the Raider Nation. We've had a great run, man. It's been very cool. And we'll keep going this year. And uh, my plans are to stop when they move. So we'll just see how it goes from now. But man, I'm telling you, as fans of the Raider Nation podcast, I could not be... More proud of you and the contributions that you have given to our show, they're just priceless because there's been some funny calls. See Money, Money Man has spoken. I could go down the list of characters that have made my show and they've made the Raider Nation laugh a little in times of, you know, low times. And, uh, We've all celebrated in good time. So, from Randy and us, Randy and me, uh, from us, I just want to thank you for listening, contributing, and being a big part of our family. Because, really, between podcasts, many things have happened to me as well, and Randy as well. But, you know, it's the Raider Nation that really has kept me going. At times I didn't want to do the show, five seconds after I started, it was like nothing was going on. It's a good escape for me as well. I love the Raider Nation, I can't tell you enough. It is the best family anyone can have. And I am truly, truly, Randy and I are both truly honored to be a part of your lives, even if we've never met you and never heard from you. We wish you all the very best. And 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 on on this Christmas season, for sure. Uh, I am Raider Greg, and I am out.